Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Hey, what's up, guys? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. Back at it again to give you the greatest pleasure. Speaking of pleasure, this week we have Phantom Host joining us on the show. They dropped an EP yesterday, so make sure to go fucking listen to that shit. It's on Spotify, fucking Apple Music, it's on everything. So, I mean, there's no excuse for you not to listen to it, because it's really fucking good. But, you know what, let's just cut to the chase. But first, a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including ritual, sacrifice, demise, possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beard stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom, summon the motherfucking Doom. Hello. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I just got back from Vegas. The punk rock bowling that you just went to. Yeah, I did. Oh. I had a good time. Saw oh, yeah. a lot of fun bands, but um, we are back and we're interviewing uh, Phantom Host. These lovely gentlemen in front of us. Hey! Yo. How's it going? Who do we have here? I'm Zach. And I'm Cade. Hell yeah. I'm hey. Alex. I'm Colin. And we're, we're doing... We're doing we're a doing, podcast right we're, now. We're, we're doing the thing. Yeah, the, we're the, doing the thing thing. The, the, yeah. the thing thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Gentlemen. How? <laughs> you okay, God? I'm good, I'm good. Right. So, anyways. How did Phantom Host start out? So, Phantom Host started out originally as kind of a solo project for me. Uh, I was living in Chicago at the time, and I wasn't able to hook up with anybody to do music with. Uh, it was kind of hard to meet people living in the city, so I just decided, well, I'll do it on my own. I'll record some stuff, have somebody mix it, program drums and all that. So did one EP while in Chicago, and then ended up moving out to Colorado about six years ago. And recorded another one here off and on over the course of a year. And then after that, it kind of just was laid to bed. Um, did some stuff with some local bands, kind of played around in the scene, met some more people. And then we did an EP in 2019 called the Winter EP. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that we were able to take it out and actually do shows. So had some kind of rotating members throughout the live lineup, which was cool. Uh, and that was kind of the whole thing, taking it live, was have it be an open-door policy as far as band members, which even now it still is, outside of like me and Cade. We're probably going to be the constants, but you'll see a few people as we go play shows that kind of shuffle in and out of various roles. But Very, uh, very Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, yeah. Catch- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like fucking fixing God all over again. Yeah. It's a two-piece right now. 
Yeah, and they shuffle out members just like fixing on. Hell yeah. As you become older and try to do local music, that's the way to do it. <laughs> it, Hell yeah. it eases some of the burden. But uh Unless yes. you're talking about your pocketbook. It doesn't ease Yeah, that then it doesn't because uh along with that the whole thing was like having like live setups for different members that would kind of shuffle in and having a lot of stuff prepared and it's a lot more work. But it does make it easier to continue doing live shows. Because a lot of guys, you know, they're already committed to one local band. And they want to do stuff. And everybody wants to collaborate together. But if you have, like, a sudden another commitment, uh, it can be a little stressful trying to fit that in with your regular life, too. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting way off track. Uh, Phantom House started yada yada. And then 2019, we did that EP. We played a bunch of shows. And then towards the end of 2019... Uh, the lineup at the time just started to kind of fall apart a little bit. Uh, the other guys playing were in Dirty Sprite, Dylan and Cam. They were doing that at the time, so they had some stuff lined up tours. So I knew they weren't going to be able to do the first part of 2020. And our vocalist dipped out and just kind of in a spot where I was back by myself again. And I happened to run into Cade at a show in December when we talked. And we are like, yeah, it'd be cool to do like some kind of black metal thing. Which for me at the time was going to be completely different. I hadn't really ever written that style of music. Uh, and that's really how it got started to the point we're at now. Nice. And, um, what does the name Phantom Host mean? Or how did it, how did it come about? Uh, so the name Phantom Host came about because the first EP I put out was called Strange Things. And I was about 90% done recording and mixing the second EP and that netflix show came out <laughs> so then i i had to come up with something and it sounds cool <laughs> they just had to one-up you the stranger you know yeah yeah, it's yeah like, they, they saw what you were doing you're like they're like okay he's doing strange things let's do strange earth things well man i was so excited and bummed at the same time because when i saw the first trailer for it and the like john carpenter is fuck logo came up and i was like all right already doing some shit i wish i would have done and then the trailer played out i was like wait it's some like 80s horror like homage stuff damn it it's like we'll just take that logo we'll just put an x through the r yeah, we're all fucking set, man. Yeah. We don't have to have anybody do our logo all set. Yeah, but uh, Phantomos literally thought it up on the way to work, trying to think of names. And it, I had like a solid week or two weeks where I was just riding around, like keeping a list on my phone. And that one kind of works. It fits uh, the theme originally of the project. It's it kind of a loose thing because, of course, uh, concept shit is, has been all the rage for like the past decade. It yeah. kind of weaned. A little bit lately, which is good, because not everybody should write concept stuff. I definitely probably shouldn't. <laughs> um, but it kind of fit in the name with originally the Strange Things stuff, which is even funnier that Stranger Things came out. Because in my mind, I was like, cool, I can just crank out a bunch of EPs and have like little episodes and treat them kind of like the Twilight Zone or something, where it, they all have an overarching theme and they can be different things and I can experiment with styles. Because that'll be that episode. Yeah. Uh, so Phantom Host was kind of the same way. Thinking of stuff like, you know, like Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keepers, stuff like that. Like, you know, if this is a kind of anthology musical thing that's kind of mirroring what you would see on the visual television side, 
Like, who would the host be? Well, it's the Phantom Host. And I didn't want to put the in front of it either, so it's just Phantom Host. Oh, yeah. yeah, we talked about changing it for a little bit too. We riffed on that for a couple of weeks, and we yeah, just like, we, you know what? Fuck it, man. The I name, also the name have like eighty T-shirts still. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes a difference too. Also, um, where should I throw this away? Oh, uh, here we go. Awesome. Colin is throwing away a fucking beer can. That's staying yeah, in. That's, that's staying in there. Yeah. Don't edit that out. Thank that's you very much. fucking one hundred percent pure internet entertainment. <laughs> Nailed it. Put it, yeah, put a timestamp right there. If you're right there. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll even go on the intro and be like, listen to this part right now. <laughs> so, you guys got an EP coming out. Spill the beans. Tell us about it. So, the EP is... Okay, uh, what's the EP called? <laughs> the EP is called Scorched. Um, we've been sitting on it for a couple minutes. And by a couple minutes, I mean like a fucking year. Uh, it's been something we've been riffing on for quite a while. Um, super stoked to finally push it out. Uh, we had a single drop, uh, was that like two weeks ago? One week ago? Yeah. I don't exactly. even know what time is anymore. Does yeah, time it exist? Doesn't time, doesn't exist. time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist in a post-COVID era. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, I, you know, I, Zach was just talking about concepts and shit, and like, I, I don't know that there's any kind of concept to this album or anything like that, but... Um, when I started writing a lot of the lyrics for, for this EP, it was like, it was really kind of finding myself. I know that sounds like ridiculous and super cliche, but I got really into, uh, heathenry and like Norse mythology and stuff like that. So a lot of the lyrics, um, are inspired by that. Um, I've always been like super into fantasy and like medieval shit. So that's kind of where a lot of the content sits and a lot of where it was inspired from. So that's, that's kind of where we're at. We got what, six, six songs on that bad boy. Six songs. Mm-hmm. And what's the runtime on it? Uh, runtime is, I think, 22 minutes. Sounds about right. So nice and concise. We debated calling it an actual album for a while because it's like, oh, it's six songs. And you can get away with that nowadays, but yeah. also it's only like 22 <laughs> minutes. I, mean, I, know, so. I know bands that are like eight songs. It's an AP. Yeah, oh, yeah totally. I feel like once you get to like nine or ten, depends on the, the length, though. Yeah. If you're talking like most black metal albums, like... You can have three songs and call it an album because it's got like a 40 minute runtime. That shit is yeah. ridiculous. And the, one of those songs starts out as an intro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that you fucking skip anyways. Spooky yeah. sounds for like a minute and a half. <laughs> you're sitting there and you're like, the track's, the track's like six minutes long. Maybe the song will kick in. And then you're still listening to spooky sounds at like 5.59. <laughs> There's one thing that we didn't eliminate was spooky sounds though. We still have the spooky sounds. Yeah, there are definitely spooky sounds. I mean, they, they build up the atmosphere. Yeah, totally. You know? It's important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And um, how would you best describe your musical style? Any uh, bands that influence you? Uh, influence you? For me, I, so I don't like know. with the Norse mythology. And yeah, sure, like that, yeah. definitely. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of bands that hit that kind of genre, right? That like folk metal kind of stuff. I don't know. I a lot of a lot of where I like to draw, you know, my my kind of inspiration stuff is from that really kind of raspy nasty like high pitch highs um skeleton witch kind of shit like worm witch um love that kind of stuff um i'm really huge on like you know having having strong cadences and having good patterns um and you know for me like lorna shore has always done that really well i know they've had like a shitload of vocalists but if you go back and look at like you know how tom barber was when he was uh you know in lorna shore and even what he's doing in like chelsea grin and shit right now like 
he just does a phenomenal job, so I love pulling uh, inspiration from that guy, too. The guys are whispering to each other right now. Yeah, dude, just fucking talking. <laughs> hey, talking that's not a part of it. Talking <laughs> secrets and shit right in front of my face. <laughs> my bad. He's laying it over. He's like, fuck Tom Barber. <laughs> <laughs> he joined Chelsea Grin, that motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the influence is saying, as far, as far as this EP specifically, with it being so different, uh, think i chose like specific influences from a musical side of things like i really thought about what we were trying to aim to do and how i would like to do it which that sounds douchey as fuck now that i actually like (laughs) 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 but uh no there were definitely some real specific bands uh some of it's kind of like maybe surprising trying to put like classic riffs that vibe like really classic metal band riffage through the lens and production of newer stuff we didn't want to go with uh, like a black metal style production uh it just I, sounds like a fucking sad dude wailing a toys r us microphone yeah <laughs> like, it's not the not, kind of shit we're trying to go for yeah not fun to listen to like still wanted it to be aggressive and have that raw metal vibe to it but be just as good as you know every other band that you hear nowadays everybody has really killer production yeah. unless they decide they don't want it like that's really when you hear that come through is you have to make a conscious choice to have bad production. Mm-hmm. But as far as the bands and stuff, um, I don't know, classic Metallica, uh, Ride the Lightning era stuff there, Motorhead, uh, Dark Throne, Celtic Frost, stuff like that, uh, Old Emperor stuff, mm-hmm. uh, just all that stuff. Like, I don't know, really going back to like, because I'm not a big black metal guy, like, well, what's, what's like the root bands of black metal? Like, what did those guys listen to yeah. that made them write that kind of thing? Yeah. So, yeah, being able to put it through that lens. Like, all right, well, I know where it ended up. Like, where did it start, though? Like, what's other stuff you could do with kind of OG black metal riffage? That shit that sounds almost like it's Judas Priest, but then it has a guy wailing over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, what are you guys' favorite local bands? Ooh, you want to answer that one? I'll let you go first. We can, okay. we can trade off. We'll follow that bands. question. Well, I got a, a, a kind of bias just because I was in the band, but like who wasn't in I Am The Shotgun? Um, right. <laughs> I love yeah. those guys, man. Uh, just awesome dudes, and they always put on a fucking hell of a show. Brian Pelly's been carrying that band for far get, too long. We gotta get I Am The Shotgun on here, bro. Oh, we totally oh, yeah, have dude, why to. The hell You're listening to this. We need you. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Brian, do this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Figure, figure out, We're having a great time. Why shouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shame him into it. Why aren't you here, man? Well, that's kind of what we did with Maris. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what we did with Maris. A little like, bit. You just shame, shame just, him enough. You send him a Maris picture of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty fucking much. Uh, Crown Magnetar has been huge for oh, me lately. Those guys are—they're they're awesome. on, that they're on tour, right tour right now. Right now yeah, dude. Dude, Jesus Christ, killing it. I think they're playing either like tonight or last night. They played like sold out, man. Like I've, I've been, been noticing, yeah, like, sold out in Atlanta. It's amazing. Yeah, I've been noticing like a lot of shows on that tour yeah. sold yeah. out. That's fucking yeah, it's awesome to see. It's so yeah. great to see, and they're supposed to go on a European tour in the future as well. Yeah. Hell yeah! Yep. Hell yeah! That is awesome. What was the lineup for that one? Wasn't it like I forget? Ingestion? Maybe? maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good lineup though. I remember that. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, we did Ingested before, you know? Yeah, those guys were really cool. I wasn't on there, but they yeah, were really weren't cool. Yeah, you were on there. But... I got to meet them, though. I was at the show. Yeah. Oh, now I feel silly because the whole time I was like, are they saying Injustice? <laughs> <laughs> and um, on to the next question. Uh, tell us a little bit about the... Oh, I Am the Shotgun is the only local band we like. <laughs> oh, no, I, got, I got two more if I may. <laughs> No, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, dude, getting all fucking excited. I got two more. I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. Uh, uh, Wayfair is huge for me, man. I love those guys. They just put an album last year in my in my top ten for sure. It was awesome. A little bit of a departure in kind of their typical like black metal style sound, and they really like embrace that like western kind of feel. I fucking love that shit, man. It's awesome. Then uh, another one for me, and then I'll leave it here. uh, Is Aklis. Those guys fucking slay if you haven't listened to them yet it's straight up like listening to a horror film it's fucking incredible man super spooky atmospheric type shit man evil as fuck definitely check out aquis man they slay yeah. Oh, you yeah. don't have any local favorite local? Players? Oh, I do. I definitely do. Uh, yeah, we cut way ahead. Colin. Yeah, I cut way ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. I'm sorry. I had a little <laughs> bit too much fun before. <laughs> a little too much fun by uh, smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's legal in Colorado. Though, yeah, so it I totally is. Uh, it, it, is it is legal. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, dirty sprite. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. choice. Uh, and Nasty. even before, had buddies in that band. <laughs> From, I think we played their first show with them. Or maybe it was their second show. It was at the Marquee. And even then, man, just right out the gate. Seeing a band come right out the gate on a local level live, and it's just like, shit, you guys bring it. Yeah. Some about yeah. dirty-ass trap metal. Yeah. Band. And yeah. Just, <laughs> Yeah, it transitions live real well. Another band, another everybody, another band, fucking that I interviewed that you didn't. Yeah, yeah. We'll get them back for round two. Yeah, right. They've had a lot of change. Now that yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> Ryan Machesky's now the drummer. Mm-hmm. We need to get his fucking other band, Soul Forensis, on this. Yes, we. It is the have to. only other highly requested guest on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like. Since we've been getting all of these highly requested guests on on this season alone, I feel like fucking Thanos with the fucking Infinity Stones. <laughs> we just need just, that one. Just the one. Just wait for that Soul Stone. Hell yeah. Soul Forensis! Get on this shit! We're coming anyway, for you. Uh, Fox Lake. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. Yep. Just, uh... Are you going to see their show with uh, Nephrectomy? Uh, when is that? I think it's I guess November... Yeah, I think it's too. Is that Trailside? Is that oh, Trailside? Yeah. I'll check that stuff out. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. Any any show at Trailside is a good time. Hell yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other locals too. I don't know. All the all the dudes, like, it's always sunny, obviously. Yeah, yeah those good are the dudes. boys. Good dudes. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good local bands. There really is. <laughs> we got a fucking scene on It's hard to pinpoint. Sure. I don't just want to like be like, oh, yeah, the band my buddy's in. It's like, no, there's like a lot of... A shit ton of good bands yeah. in Colorado. Oh, We Are William. That's, That's another, another great one. band. Yeah. Dude, I haven't even heard We Are William. Oh, man. They Send are, me some shit, dude. They're sick. Okay. How, how would you describe them? They're like prog, I want to say. It's prog. Yeah. It's, definitely, it's definitely more modern prog stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. It has a good mix of like their newest stuff, that album they just put out because they just dropped one. Um, the times I've listened through that, it's like it has more of a tesseract feel on the newer stuff, 
more aggressive, not as like, I don't know, navel gazing and kind of <laughs> boring. <laughs> navel gazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's it's sick. They're one. Uh, I guess on that, there's so many sick like super heavy bands. Yeah, uh, you can get into the bigger ones too. Uh, Primitive Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those mm-hmm. guys are sick. Yep. So good. Yeah. So. I don't know. Denver's great, and Colorado's great. Check out every band in Colorado. Yeah, every <laughs> single every band. Every ever. band. Yeah. If you're friends with people that listen to metal, most of the time they probably have a band or know somebody in a band that they really like. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> listen to them. That's just the way it goes out here, you know? Mm-hmm. So with that EP coming out later, when is that EP coming out anyways? Soon... Within the next week. Okay. Maybe even Sunday. Yeah. So Sunday the third. third. <laughs> so yesterday, basically. Because this episode's coming out Monday. Oh, yeah. It's nice. coming out yesterday. So it's, yeah. it's already out. Yeah, it's already Come out. Like, how do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. So, we, get, we get a little bit of a listen before the recording yeah, of this podcast. Yeah, it sounds podcast. sick. It sounds fucking sick. It's really good. Um... So with the EP coming out, are you guys planning on playing any shows to promote it? The hopefully, um, we uh, I don't know in in kind of a weird place for me personally. I've got uh, you know if you know anything about the Colorado housing market, it's fucking nuts right now. So I'm trying to sell my house and uh, probably end up moving out to the West Coast. So it'll probably be a little bit before we uh, before we do a show. Got to be a little bit more selective about the ones that we're. Uh, planning on doing but at this time we don't really have any like direct immediate plans we'd have to like i mean it's just the two of us right now so we got to build out mm-hmm. you know we got a we got another guitarist that we're uh that we're gonna play with uh he fucking slaps do we want to say anything about that or we want to talk about that later uh we'll save that one okay we'll save that one for later this dude fucking slaps and it's a pretty i have a pretty good no, shit. Yeah. You know who he is. Yeah, if you know him, you know he slaps. He's yeah. super sick for sure. Sweet. Well, we gotta have content for later. That's the return interview. We yeah, can do another exactly. one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> exactly. oh yeah. Yeah. So we part got part two. We got some cats to build out to part two. Put together Phantom last, so. Host Deception or whatever, because like you know, at the end of every sequel, they put in like an edgy like deception or like some some other word. I, I feel like we just go since it's part two, just go with the classic and strikes back. There we go. <laughs> Phantom Host strikes back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And um so we accidentally skipped over me. Um tell us a little bit about the recording process for this new EP. Yeah, sure. Uh That's yeah. Awesome. Recording sure. process. Uh did it all at home in my basement. In this room? Uh, not this room. Oh, okay. uh, it was actually the room that had that uh workout bike in it. Okay. So ended up moving over to this room. Uh, a couple of months ago but yeah did it all at home um wrote the songs really quick it was kind of right around february march uh 2020 i think out of the six tracks i had four of them done right around then and then the pandemic stuff started and then took a little more time and came up with the other two tracks and that was most of 2020 was just demoing stuff and i played around with different mixes and stuff and then 2021 started in uh really tracked everything out did all the guitars mic'd up some cabs uh, i didn't want to use like in the box 
uh, modelers or anything like that or guitar plugins and stuff. Nothing against them. They sound great. You can get a whole bunch of cool stuff, but I really kind of for the vibe to get what I was talking about, that blend of like kind of the old school vibe and modern production, like mixing in like a good mic'd up tube guitar head with just a shit ton of overdrive on it. Like going for that old school kind of like thrashy tone. And then uh, bass was the same way. That was mic'd up amp. There is a DI track on that. Um, drums are all programmed out this time around. Hopefully in the future, add some live drums into stuff. I think that's really a thing that's really makes or breaks how serious you take a recording. You can love mm. the songs and really like the production, but live drums just, they make shit pop. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, but drummers are impossible to find. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. they're sucks. already in like seven or eight. Yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, he's got to share them. There are five of them. Yeah. And then, as far as uh, vocals, Kate and I uh, recorded all his vocal tracks over this. Actually, his vocals might have been the first thing that was done. I actually retracked the whole album to like his. What, like three times? Yeah, like <laughs> to his finished vocals. And as he would finish vocal tracks, there would be times that like he was doing the final vocal over like what the last demo was. And then I just went back and retracked everything. We and, recorded my vocals a couple times too. I yeah. Think just twice. Yeah. yeah. And that was over the course of you know, like six months or so. And we've had the final product now since about May, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just been kind of sitting on it too yeah there were no plans to kind of go back to the show question there were no plans of doing a show in 2021 really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we kicked around the idea early on but it was like man we don't even know when we're going to drop this or how things are really going to look on a show level locally which of course they're popping off now everybody's doing shows yeah. so yeah. at this point it's like yeah we're not playing a show in 2021 because like 45 shows are gonna happen yeah dude i feel like you you book a show and then some tour comes through and you're fucked like you know dahlia comes through and yeah sells out yeah you're like, well yeah, then you're playing to 12 people and you tight. understand you're like i'd rather be a dahlia too yeah. <laughs> can i actually like i want to open so we can go see dahlia thanks yeah. well, switch this around but yeah that was the pretty much the recording process and like i said all uh all done at home uh, Studio One for recording, DAW or DAW. Somebody's probably gonna hear that and say he hey. fucked up saying that. It's not DAW. <laughs> it's DAW. You fuck. I'll be like, okay, you fucking nerd. <laughs> you fucking nerd. And uh, how is this uh, gonna differ from the Winter 2019 EP? Oh, that was my question, Colin. The last one. Oh, is that yours? Well, now you ask it. I'm so how is this? <laughs> Colin, I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're way too high. My bad, buddy. <laughs> it, I thought it had C in front of it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Colin. We, we, we still love you. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, um, how is this release going to differ from the winter 2019 EP? I like you mixed it up and you said defer. I don't think you said that. I think I said differ. You, did you say? Oh, you said differ. He said yeah. defer. Yeah, those are different meanings. I like that. So much. It's like a complete departure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up, it's completely different. Yeah, Cade's vocals are on it. <laughs> so that's a big <laughs> change. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a huge difference for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like you said, it's total departure. Completely different. I mean, it's still metal stuff. And I think there's enough elements there that if you dug the 2019 EP, you'll probably like this too, but overall sound, it's real different. 
Yeah, it's like that that winter twenty nineteen is you know it's a little a little genty, a little proggy, a little mm. little riffy for well, sure. It's got some it's got some riffs, dude, for sure. Like it fuck it fucking slaps. Like it's a it's a super dope EP. I was just listening to it like two days ago. Actually, oh. it was pretty tight. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I, since we're talking about that EP, I will say if there's a song on there that's closest to what we're doing now. And it's a song we didn't get to play live that much, and you all should go stream it. <laughs> it's, it's called Little Nooses, and it kind of has some some black metal shades in it, but mostly I'm just mentioning that song because it's sick and it didn't get enough streams. <laughs> so go stream that song right now. Hell yeah! And um, so if you had to be if you had to build your dream lineup uh, for a band, what would you pick for each individual member? Like, nothing's oh, off the table. Like, oh, you can move Yeah. Okay. We thought we'd change it up with a little bit of a fun one just to kind of get get to know your taste. Is it, so, like... Nothing is off the table. Like Yeah, yeah it could be any genre. Dead, any, any genre. Like Dead or Alive, any genre. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, that's a, I'm, I'm going to have to think for a second. I've a already got question. two in my mind that I'm like, uh, okay. Hmm. Mm. I think it's just the lineup for Paramore, dude. <laughs> like, they're perfect, so I don't know that you can get much better than that. Oh, there you go. I'm actually kind of fucking... I love Paramore, dude. Huge, <laughs> huge fucking No judgment Paramore here. Fan. No judgment at all. Uh, let's see. So maybe right out the gate, James Hetfield. Uh, Definitely Lars, dude. Always Lars. Well, <laughs> for drums, uh, Craig Reynolds... From Stray from a Path. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I could see him and Hetfield writing some cool shit. Oh, man. Corpse Grinder on vocals. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is going to be the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. so good, dude. Just fix So then what would James Hetfield be doing? Uh, rhythm guitar, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly what he'd be doing. He's bringing the riffs. And I then, mean, uh, it could also be fucking vocals, you know? Well, back up to Corbs. Yeah, I don't think he could. I don't, I don't think he I don't could. Think That's not one of those Just imagine, just imagine. Yeah! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that could be sick like once in a while. <laughs> I feel could probably harmonize Corpse Grinder's highs, dude. I bet he could. He could. That'd be weird, especially if it was like Headfield now, where he's kind of an old guy and like yodeling along. Yeah, that'd be real. <laughs> I'd, I'd listen to it. Yeah, I'd I give it a too. shot. I would too. Uh, who let's plays see. Bass? Yeah, who plays bass? That I don't feel like I. I mean, you could have a lead guitar player. Gary Holt from Exodus, I'd put on lead guitar just because he'd blend with Hetfield. Good pick. Um, and then for bass, shit, it needs to be like somebody tough as shit too, because like you really want to round out that bottom end of the riff. Just do Victor Wooten, dude. That guy could be. No, a, he's, he's not he's a good like, fit. He's not a good no, fit. He's great like, bass player. He's like super like happy and shit. It like it'd be a weird fucking balance, man. Like <sighs> nasty ass corpse grinder and then Victor Wooten just fucking slapping <laughs> <the> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I don't know. That uh Oh shit. This is the hard one. Yeah, we didn't mean to put you guys on the spot. Uh, the bass player thing, that's the hang-up. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's because nobody gives a shit about bass, so it's hard to <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Just kidding. Not yeah, uh, I don't know. Any bass player from like a modern hardcore band, fuck it, throw <laughs> them in there. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. So then, um, what are your guys' guilty pleasure bands? I have none. I, I, I will 
tell you everything that I loved with no shame. I, I just did that. Uh, <laughs> I've got there's a there's a couple others. I don't know that the thing like I'm not I don't feel guilty about it. I just fucking like what I like. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellie Goulding. Ellie Goulding oh. is fucking awesome. Uh, I was just straight jamming to Ace of Base the other day. I Saw the Sign fucking slaps, dude. If you haven't listened to I Saw the Sign recently, go back and listen to that shit, because it rules. And then Annie Lennox I'm gonna interrupt Walking on, on Glass. Ace of, oh, that song's great. Yeah, that song rules, dude. I was it's about so to start good. singing it, but yeah, you'd have to charge a premium on your podcast. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, no the Ace of Base thing. I was going to say, did you hear like the Nazi conspiracies about that? What, dude? Yeah. Don't tell me that shit. I don't want to yeah. hear that shit. It's all like Aryan as fuck in their lyrics. God damn it. <laughs> and now it's a podcast. We brought up Nazis. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> well, I guess I have to go listen to Ace of Base again, dude. God damn it. I just yeah. got really sad. You should have seen the <laughs> Everybody hug Cade. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You should have yeah. saw the sign. <laughs> and it was a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> it opened up my eyes, bro. Uh, so back to the actual question, though. Uh, guilty pleasure stuff. None of it's guilty pleasures, but just oddball stuff. Maybe people want to expect because of the metal thing. I don't know. Old country music. Uh, Dwight Yoakam's the shit. Uh, Chet Atkins and Les Paul have an album called Chester and Lester. That's amazing. People should check that out. Old school R&B. Uh, Flying Lotus is sick. Uh, I don't know. There's just so much stuff, man. Take it all in. There's so much music out there. Yep. Don't feel yeah, ashamed just about don't, it. <laughs> don't just stick to one genre. Just... It makes all the other genres so much better if you sample each one. Because uh-huh. I can always go back to metal and be like, yeah, I know exactly the feeling I want to get out of metal. And you get that when you hear good metal. Mm-hmm. It's like, branch outside of it for a while and then loop back. It just makes it that much better. Yeah, exactly. And um, so for the lyrical content of the new album, uh, what what kind of lyrical content do you go for? For sure, man. I uh, I love I love writing kind of like the way the way that I write. Typically, I'll start with like some kind of basic idea. Like I'll hear something and be like, I kind of want to write about that. And the way I kind of write is I write just a big, I just slap a giant kind of poem together, and then I'll hear the song, try and pattern stuff to it, and I'll just be sitting at my computer being like, well. I need, I need this word to mean this particular thing, so I'm going to go hang out on thesaurus.com for a little bit and try and find <laughs> like the proper syllable word to fit into that place, right? But as far as the content is concerned, kind of like I mentioned earlier, um, like at the, near the beginning of the year, I kind of started on this journey towards practicing heathenry, so a lot of, uh, a lot of the lyrical content comes from that. Uh, the song Blood of Kvasir is actually about um, the poetry, uh, the meat of poetry, um, which was made from essentially the blood of Kvasir. Um, you can go look that shit up. I won't explain the whole fucking story. No, tell him that. Yeah, go ahead, tell that. I want to hear it. Tell the whole last myth. All right, so uh, there's kind of two almost like pantheons of gods in, in Norse mythology. There's the Aesir, which has, you know, like Odin, that's got Thor, uh, all that stuff, right? And then there's the Vanir. Um, so Aesir is usually where we see the majority of the mythology coming, and then there's the Vanir. So there was a giant war between the Aesir and the Vanir. They came to a point where they decided that they are both of equal strength. They cannot kill each other. They can't do anything else. They're just always going to come to this kind of center point. So they decided, like, all right, let's, let's just shake hands. We'll call it a day. So 
as this kind of active piece, they all spit into this bowl. And because they're all so wise, the spittle of all the gods essentially created this being called Kvasir, which is like the most knowledgeable being, essentially. Um, so, yeah, some, all, some party punch made of spit. Straight up, <laughs> straight up. Just a bunch of people spitting into a bowl made a guy. Uh, made a super smart guy isn't that how a good night always starts (laughs) so uh, the gods are obsessed with kind of getting this knowledge Odin in particular so always going to Kvasir eventually Kvasir gets to the point where he's like I I need to go spread my knowledge out elsewhere outside you know outside of the Aesir outside of the Vanir I need to to go and go down to Midgard and go talk to, to the people so Midgard is Earth. Yes. I know that. Indeed. Because of <laughs> yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah. <laughs> Very good. Yep. That stuff is like super accurate. <laughs> super wicked accurate. Uh, so he goes out and talks to people. Okay, and okay. When does Thor go to space? Uh, fucking. <laughs> he, he lives there, dude. <laughs> always. He always goes to space. Every time. He, he I is. mean, I'm talking about when did he go on adventures with Jeff Goldblum? I like that section. Anyway. I want to go on adventures with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go on adventures with Jeff Goldblum? But they made this guy. We were at that. Yeah, yeah, okay, so he goes down, he starts spreading his knowledge, and he attracts the knowledge of these two. I, I believe they're dwarves. I'd have to go back and look. It's been a while. The story just keeps. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. I know, it totally. starts slow. It's a slow burn. It's a slow and burn. And then you're at dwarves. <laughs> uh, and they. They discover that this man has all of this knowledge, and they're like master brewers. They're they're brewing mead all the time, and they trick him and uh, eventually kill Kvasir, and they drain his blood and brew this mead with the blood of Kvasir. And because of all of his knowledge that's been trickled out through the blood, it goes into the the mead of, of poetry. And so the legend goes, essentially the mythology goes, that if you drink uh, the meat of poetry, you're blessed with uh, the, the gift of like being a scald or a poet. Or sick riffs. Or sick riffs. Or nasty screams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually cool as fuck. So, last question. Any advice you can give up-and-coming bands? Ooh. Uh... Probably tons. That would be like another two-hour talk. Another, another, here we go. This is the longest Fun Sons episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, our longest episode is an hour and 46 minutes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's tons. Uh, definitely invest in yourself. Don't skimp out on quality. The simple ones that are, they should be the most obvious. Don't skimp out on your product. You know, if you have to do it on a budget, figure out how you can best do it on a budget. We did that with this EP. I've done that with every EP ever. And that's not saying shit because I haven't done any big stuff, but that's just personal experience. Like, don't skim. Know where you can spend your money and have it be worth spending the money. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to go sit in a studio, you know, a few hours every couple nights for like three weeks and blow up a big bill for sitting there and really just doing take after take after take you can do that at home but yeah know where to put your money um book wisely don't oversaturate if you're gonna do the show circuit also stop doing albums before somebody is fronting the budget to do an album (laughs) 
You can put out a lot of EPs on your own and manage that price tag and still have just as quality of songs. Mm. So, I don't know. I could keep rambling, but Cade... <laughs> have fun, dude. Yeah. We're playing metal, man. Nobody makes fucking money playing metal unless you're <laughs> Dahlia or Slayer or Metallica. Like, nobody... It just doesn't happen anymore, man. So, yeah. have fun. Have a good time. Like, I'm... I have a career, man. Like I'm not, I'm not in this to make money. I'm in this to have a good time. Have fun, yeah. Yeah. Write some music. Have a good time, dude. Well, Colin. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, this is it. Thank you guys for being our guests. Uh, We had a great time interviewing you guys. So next week we got a really weird guest. Yeah, we got something a little bit different for you guys coming up. But uh, are we going to announce it yet, or we're going to keep it on the hush hush? We're going to keep it on the download. Okay. DL. A little bit of a surprise guest coming for you guys next week. Yeah. Keep your eyes out. And your ears. And your ears. Particularly your ears, I think. Yeah, probably. Most of the Because this is ears. an audio podcast. Yeah, it's mostly, yeah. mostly audio, so. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> well, guys, I thank you so much for your time. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Guys. We had a blast hanging out. Uh, thank you. Cheers. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Peep daddy, peep. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Phantom Host. As I've said before, go listen to the new EP. It's so fucking good. It's fun, sons approved, so why shouldn't you listen to it? Anyways, next week is a bit of a different one. Uh, We have someone that has nothing to do with music. Who is that someone, you ask? Well, it's John from Level 7 Games. This dude recently opened up a store up here by my house... It's got a coffee shop in there and everything. It's fucking awesome. Why don't you go check it out and then come back next week while we interview him. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for the support. really means a lot to us. And as always, we'll see you next time.